Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, hello, everybody. And we are basically getting right into it on this episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. And what does that mean? Well, folks, unfortunately, deer hunting season is live and well here in Ontario, which always makes me very sad, of course. And I, being a shit disturber, naturally have been trolling the local Facebook pages for a couple of days now, starting internet fights with various hunters as a way to defend the poor deer that are soon to be murdered, which of course I do feel it's my job to do so since I speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. And for many of you, maybe you don't know this, but I actually went vegetarian at eight years old because of the deer where we grew up. We grew up in the country and the deer were were truly the inspiration for both of us, I think, making that decision to stop eating animals. Uh, No, not me. I went vegetarian in grade nine because I just couldn't stop thinking about what was on my plate and the whole idea of it just just really made me sick and I couldn't get past it. Right, fair enough. And we had actually planned to do a whole episode on fat weight versus muscle weight and how much the scale can really mess with your head when you're training and dieting. Um, But we're too riled up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But for those of you who are disappointed that we changed topics, that will be the next episode, we promise. Yes. Uh, We just felt that this was very vegan relevant. It's very timely, seeing as hunting season kicks off tomorrow. And I just really liked that someone was calling me a troll, saying that it's easy for me to defend the deer. And I will even pull up this person's comment on the string here. Let me quote exactly what they said. When I live in a brand new home in a subdivision where the deer once lived, sitting comfortably at my computer being a troll. This was, of course, them making the assumption about me. And this was my favorite part of their response, that the hunters love animals, even the cows and pigs that get treated so poorly that I apparently am buying off the store shelves without even putting a thought into where my food comes from. And then she finished her comment by saying, deer aren't going extinct. It's all going to be okay, friends. So naturally, I love loved that I was able to reply with, well, let it be known, friend, that I grew up in a log house on 12 acres of forest and the deer that lived on our property is what inspired me to go vegan more than 30 years ago. So ain't nobody buying prepackaged meat from the grocery store over here. Nice try though, friend. (laughs) 
Nothing like a good old-fashioned Facebook fight, eh? Mm-hmm, totally. And it's always such a good feeling when you know you've got them beat. Well, and this is the fascinating part because I joined in on this conversation because a hunter had posted all the rules we non-hunters should be following, looking out for our best interest, of course, basically telling us, don't mind all of the noise. It's just gunshots over the next two weeks. Bullets flying by. Yeah, and, and to stay out of the way of their ATVs that'll be flying through the fields because they're all lazy sacks of shit who are incapable of even hunting the deer down by foot, let alone tackle them with their bare hands. You know, they've got their guns to shoot them from a distance with, but they also need the ATV or four-wheeler to help them run down the deer, of course, or sit in the, the tree. That's my favorite one. Just sit up in the tree all day long, you know? Yes, well, it is a very similar hunting style to our ancient ancestors. Yeah, no shit. And for the record, I did want to mention, had I been a real troll, I probably would have called out the guy who posted this for weighing about 300 pounds, as well as his wife, who was pictured in his profile picture, because yes, I did creep. And I could have kindly suggested that, hey, maybe you could use my services. I could help you learn how to walk the trails or, or in those fields. And if you really refuse to give up the four-wheeler to help you hunt and murder a deer, well, maybe just switching to a more plant-based diet would be really helpful for you and your wife with your obesity struggles because clearly something is not adding up with your diet of deer meat. But of course, I am not a troll, so I would never do that. So you didn't fat shame them then? <laughs> no, I did not. Just, just here now on the podcast. <laughs> Um, I did, however, call them murderers. Right. But anyway, as I was discussing my Facebook hunter trolling with Sarah, I was saying that it was fascinating how no one was really taking me on in this fight. And you would think that the fact that I commented, what a responsible, thoughtful murderer you are, as my opener, and that my plan for the next two weeks, and I quote from my comment here, that... I will stop my car and honk as loudly as possible every time I see your orange gear in any field I drive past. <laughs> and yet, I didn't really get a lot of replies. Meanwhile, our 74-year-old mother, who simply commented, Hope it is a terrible hunting season. Good luck to the beautiful deer. Stay safe, gorgeous creatures. Yeah, but, she got ripped apart. Yeah, my mom. Got, our mom got 28 replies many defensive ones about how much the hunters are helping out ecological health via keeping deer populations down. Of course. And other joke responses about watch out for the, the gunpowder and stuff. And then somebody even wrote a poem about hunters being heroes in response to mom's innocent comment titled, Hunters are the witnesses of the wild. Oh my god. Yeah, so it really begs the question, why didn't anyone want to fight me on this? What is your theory, Sarah? Because my theory is that, much like I did with the original hunter who started this Facebook thread, I creeped his profile before posting my first so-called trolling comment. 
And I'm pretty sure every hunter who got all riled up by my commentary probably clicked on my profile as well. And what would they find? Hmm. A very fit, healthy woman who has clearly built her entire career around her love for animals and apparently has a decent sized following of people who... I'm guessing probably also believe in what she has to say. Yeah, exactly. And the only argument that these people ever have is, why don't you care about the ones you eat from the grocery store? Which you completely knocked that down. Amen. And yeah, it's always the bullshit about how they're helping the environment by controlling the deer numbers from getting out of control, Mm -hmm. which uh, it just enrages me so much because one of the biggest problems in this world is man interfering with nature. Exactly. Nature takes care of itself. It always has, and I would say it always will, but unfortunately, we fuck with it too much. Yes, and I swear we've talked about this on past episodes, but we can learn so much from nature. And isn't it fascinating how the whole ecological system of wildlife and nature It is run so beautifully. It doesn't need interference. It doesn't need us going in there and fucking shit up. It has always been able to sustain and manage itself in a beautiful way. And it's us that goes in there and fucks with everything. And I I fully admit that it felt really good for them to say the whole hypocritical argument about, you know, oh, the cows and the pigs you're eating. And I can come back with, actually, I haven't eaten a cow or pig in 30 plus years. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the other thing would have been like the classic protein card, you know, which if your profile revealed you to be a sickly, skinny, scrawny vegan, they might have taken a chance there. But Mm -hmm. I'm sure they all clicked on your profile and thought, I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I hope so. And I fully realize, guys, as we're discussing this, that this conversation kind of makes me sound like a super narcissistic, self-absorbed, appearance-obsessed, conceited asshole, maybe? No, I I don't think so. Because we're not just talking about a profile picture where you look really hot or something. Like, if they clicked on you and actually did a little digging, it's pretty clear that you are very fit, very healthy, and very vegan. And passionate about the health benefits of the vegan diet and sharing it with others. And the whole reason I wanted to talk about this stuff on the podcast today was not to say, oh, I'm better than them, therefore no one wanted to argue with me. But it's the inspiration behind what I do. And I truly mean that, guys, that this shit is what drives me to add an extra 10 pounds onto that barbell I'm lifting or not order pizza for dinner and go out drinking and instead eat tofu and broccoli for dinner. And this probably sounds super douchey to a lot of people listening, but this is my drive. This is my why for what I do. And this is exactly what I tell all of my clients, that your why needs to be so fucking strong and important to you that nothing is going to stand in your way of living that why. It is your purpose. And for me, my purpose on this earth is to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves, to defend every sentient being on this planet and prove that we do not have to torture, harm, or kill any innocent living, breathing creature in order to be strong and powerful. And that's not to say that this should 
be important to you listening or to every vegan out there. It's it's whatever your why and inspiration is. I mean, one of my friends is an animal rights lawyer, for instance, and I'm pretty sure she gets the same amount of satisfaction every time she shuts down a law or an act in court that means less harm and suffering to animals. And it is the best kind of high you can experience when you are so frigging passionate about something that you will give it everything you've got to share your message and gifts with the world. And I get it. This is what a lot of activists feel. And that's what I was feeling the last couple of days having these arguments with people on Facebook. And I'm truly honored and blessed that I've been able to make a career out of my love for veganism and bodybuilding. And the irony, I guess, is that my motto in life has always been, I don't preach, I inspire. And I was totally preaching on that Facebook group. Uh, (laughs) But isn't that what Facebook is kind of for though? Exactly. And my point is that we all really need to ask ourselves, what does inspire you? Because I can honestly say that I do get off on trolling the hunters because I am so inspired by what I know is possible when you're living a healthy vegan lifestyle. And I can remember that day when I was eight years old, standing at a four-way intersection out in the middle of the country with my homemade little picket signs and my little reindeer antlers on my head. And that was my first taste of activism and the first time I felt empowered and inspired to speak up for those deer. And we really need to ask ourselves, what is inspiring you with every decision and action you take in life? Because sometimes that inspiration is coming from a really amazing place like I felt for many years. And then sometimes that inspiration comes from a really shitty ego-driven place as well. Yeah, I think sadly nowadays people confuse what inspiration actually means. You know, instead of using social media to figure out how Kim Kardashian draws on her eyebrows, use it to start making meaningful conversations, to change minds. Yeah, and to connect with other people who do inspire good, healthy thoughts and actions within yourself. So that means, you know, starving yourself because you're following some drop-dead gorgeous lingerie model who makes you feel fat and ugly when you look at her pictures. That's not a positive source of inspiration. So let's stop doing that. And I know I've talked about this before, but I don't follow anyone who makes me feel bad about myself when I see their posts. I follow people who I genuinely respect, who I can genuinely learn from, who I would be friends with in real life if given the chance, because they seem like such a lovely soul and a cool person, not because their physical appearance makes me want to work harder in the gym, or I follow them because we share similar values. And I guess that's the takeaway I'm really trying to get across. And this is what I think we're trying to say about finding positive, healthy inspiration in your life. And I know I was kind of sounded like a douchebag in the beginning of this episode by saying that none of the hunters wanted to argue with me because I'm so fit and good looking. That's not at all the point I'm trying to make. My point is that I would hope that when these hunters are defending their actions and they click on my profile to be like, who is this bitch 
talking shit that they quickly learn, wow, she's actually practicing what she preaches. And I don't know if they could necessarily say the same about themselves because for them to make the assumption that I'm hating on shooting deer all the while buying ground beef and chicken breasts from the grocery store to support my muscle building goals, that's not the case. However, I'm sure if I dug a little deeper into their profile creeping, there's a good chance I'd discover that they have a hunting dog who they love with all their heart and would be so sad if someone shot it. So for me, the greatest inspiration of all, it's never going to be to have the nicest abs or the biggest glutes out there. It's being true to myself and my values and living that truth every damn day. Oh, and one last thing, something for you patrons, because this was such a last minute, unplanned, off the cuff podcast episode, we don't actually have the bucket of names to do a proper Patreon prize draw with. That was a lot of peas. Yeah, say that one five times. (laughs) (laughs) But we did come up with the idea to do a Patreon exclusive video where, get this guys, I am taking you all on a special, intimate journey through my vitamin and supplement cupboard at home. Okay, good lord, how big is this cupboard? (laughs) Make it sound like some sort of lion's witch in the wardrobe adventure. (laughs) Well, it's not that big, but there are a lot of pills in there. Well, I guess that's your version of Narnia. Yep. So if you want in on this supplement cupboard action, guys, now is your chance to join our Patreon program, which you can, of course, also find at jackedonthebeanstalk.com. Oh, and one last little ask I wanted to put out there. I know we don't ask for this often, but it really means a lot to us when you guys take the time to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. This, of course, helps other vegans to find us. And the more downloads we get for each episode, the more time we can, of course, dedicate to putting out more new episodes, which apparently you guys do enjoy because we get a lot of emails and comments about it. Okay, so did we even decide, are we singing Butterfly by Crazy Town? Oh, God. Or are we doing, I want to live like animals by Savage Garden. Both equally terrible bands of the late 90s. Actually, who am I kidding? I totally had a huge crush on... uh, Shifty, the rapper from Crazy Town. He was the Jack tattooed one with the frosted blonde tips. Ew, of course you did. Yeah, I don't want to sing either of those songs. I feel like you just went on some sort of Braveheart style inspirational rant. Thank you. And now we're going to finish that with, Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, (laughs) baby. Yeah, and I was excited to start with that little guitar riff. Yeah, it sucks. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You my butterfly, sugar, baby. Are we done? (laughs) I will say yes, we are done because I actually have to go to the gym now anyway. So signing off for this one, I guess. Hope you guys like this little mini rant of inspiration. (laughs) I don't even know what you want to call this one. But regardless, let's all say a little prayer for all those poor deer out there and all the animals suffering giving up their lives for people's taste buds. And and them helping the environment, don't forget. Right, yes. Thank you, hunters, witnesses of the wilderness. (laughs) Whizzing by on your ATVs. Yes, thank you for sitting up in the trees all day long. Worrying those bears after you've been leaving food for a couple weeks so they (laughs) 
confuse yes. it with a feeding area and then you you shoot them. Yeah, and you are a true hero. Nature <laughs> thanks you. Uh, okay, well, I guess we didn't get all our anger out yet. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope all the deer find a good hiding spot and stay there for the next two weeks. In the meantime, I'm heading to the gym. I'm going home. Shorky sisters.